Chapter 5. Honesty. Monday, November 28th, 2005. There's something I need to show you from today, Cal said to his wife. Okay, what is it? Something about work? Do you have a new script for me to read? Calvin often brought home copy from a new commercial he was working on to show Lisa. Not this time. It's actually a fax from Ellis. In an effort to not keep secrets, Calvin had taken Lisa out to lunch the day after meeting Elizabeth to tell her about the experience of approaching the stranger and asking about her dead friend. Lisa, quick to write off such occurrences, took the news in stride but discounted the experience as coincidence. Today's news didn't go over much better. Lisa's eyes opened wide in astonishment and she stood dumbfounded. Calvin walked toward his coat that hung on a hook in the laundry room and pulled out the fax. Lisa took it in her narrow, shaking hands. She read for what seemed like an eternity, obviously reading the message over and over. What does this mean? No way is this real. Why is she doing this to you, Cal? Does she want help trying to solve her friend's murder? How'd you even get this? Slow down. I don't know what all this means, and maybe I won't for a while. I don't know if I'm supposed to find her murderer. God, I hope not. I was at work today when Elizabeth called and said she got this fax at her work number. And you really believe that, Calvin? She asked, her disapproving and emasculating tone had returned. Well, honestly, I didn't at first. But I met her for lunch, and after sitting and talking with her, I do believe it. She seemed as shocked and taken aback as I was about the whole fax thing. And she doesn't really seem to know what we are supposed to be doing for Ellis either. The bottom line is, I think that we just need to take this day at a time and see how it all plays out. Calvin, it kind of scares me, said Lisa, and I don't know what I can do about it. How can I trust this woman who obviously wants to spend time with you? I know, he said. It's a lot to handle. You know that I've never believed in the thought of any afterlife, of God, of anything beyond this world. If anything's going to change my mind, though, this would do it, at least about an afterlife. I still have my doubts about the whole God thing, he continued. I've told you about the strange things that used to happen to me. Maybe I was so opposed to spirits because I've been trying to deny it all these years. I always thought religion or belief in an afterlife was a sign of weakness, something people made up to help them deal with the unknown. I'm not weak, and I never needed that made-up reassurance that there is anything after death. Plus, shit, Lisa, I haven't had anything weird happen since the night of Pitchfork Man. And that was ten years ago. 